T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. What up, everybody? He just told JB, you lost some weight. Shout out to Eric Bickle, baby. (laughs) EB, EB, compliment your weight and my cologne all the time, huh? EB just out here, dudes helping dudes, <laughs> landfill. It's a good way to start the day. Um, oh, man. EB asked me if I lost weight. I said, nope. He said, well, you're wearing good clothes. <laughs> no, he said big clothes. You know what Brian said to me this morning, landfill? He said, damn, dog, it's the first time you've looked decent all week. <laughs> and I said, thanks, B. Um, well, your wife back in town. What's the difference? My wife is back in town, so to, I was able to shower, got to walk the dog. My normal morning routine got back into it, um, <laughs> and still, my normal morning routine has me getting here at about ten fifty nine fifty five a.m. Oh man, uh, how you doing, B? I'm good, man. Um, all right, we got some news coming out of Commander's Land. Uh, two new names. I, I don't know how new either Mar, but um. Eric Studesville is going to interview for the job Monday. Yeah. I don't know if the Monday part's out, so if it's not, pretend you didn't hear that. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and Thomas Brown from the L.A. Rams is going a, to be up for a offense coordinator interview. I, I've been championing. I've been advocating for Thomas Brown for a while. I think when you listen to the way Sean McVay talks about that young man, mm-hmm. I think he's a real up and comer. I'm not entirely sure that this is the right job for a real up and comer. Um, mm-hmm. Credit to John Kime. He's the one that broke both those that had that news this morning. I, the Studesville thing, I think, has been out. Uh, the Brown thing is new. Um, he's a young guy, went to Georgia. It's a good time to be a Bulldog. Hell yeah. Um, so. He's he's been the assistant head coach out in LA for a few years, uh, tight ends coach. Um, also did some running backs coach. When you get that assistant head coach title on your thing sometimes, and you get involved with the play calling, not necessarily make the calls, but get involved with it. Right. Do you want to just take a step back and become a coordinator without, you know, doing that, doing uh, having that title too, or you want to go get a head coaching job? I think you want to be a play caller. And so, because, I mean, let's be real about the Rams. They had a tough year, obviously. Yeah, did. But I don't know that people would expect them to remain down like that. sub-500 next oh, no, year. No, no. And then again, you know, you got to understand, they won the Super Bowl the year prior. And a lot of times when a team wins the Super Bowl and they come back the next year, it's a, it's a year-long hangover. Because everybody's telling you how great you were. You're enjoying it. You know, you're going out there and you're resting instead of working. 
you 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 basically take all of the free things that's being given to you, and that's steaks, lobsters, beer, wine, tequila, uh, great bourbon, champagne, and then you find out that oh, I'm in good shape. And if you really were to compare it to the year before with the year after, you probably were ten a little bit by five to ten pounds more. It, it's just <laughs> it just happens. What do they call it in college football? The uh, the 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 banquet circuit or whatever, like players put. But but the thing about the NFL circuit is way like it comes in in in. Well, back when I was going through college, you know, you know, when people when, t- when I would go visit teams in the NFL, they go, "Well, how is it?" I say it's like on a recruiting visit, but everything is legal. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. When you went on a recruiting visit in college, they had to. Give you only a certain amount of this, certain amount of that. You ever gonna tell the world about your recruiting visit to Arkansas? I've always told the world about that. No, the the full version. I told them about it. I mentioned it. I mentioned it in my way. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I want I want the real way. But the, the real way. I want the golf course, bourbon, and cigar. It's stories. nothing. It's nothing. That's not normal. I, I not that it's not normal. <laughs> it's just still very cool. Here's what I can tell you, landfill. Well, let's just say this. What year was it? 1982? JP, how old do you think I am? I'm not 80. a math guy. I was B. coming out of high school in 86. Okay. 1986, if Arkansas was recruiting me from the stories I've heard, I'd be a damn Razorback. Well, let's just say I had a choice between hanging out with Steve Atwater and the Golden Girls. And I'm not talking about Mars them. <laughs> I hung out with Dorothy. I told Steve, go on and have fun, dog. But give me some of that money that they gave you to take me out because I know they do that. He said, how you know that? Look, dude, I've been on a recruiting visit before. I'm not stupid. I, uh, I'll i split it down the middle with you, but I'm hanging out over here. The envelope of cash. Yeah. I could go for one of those, too. <laughs> um, I think. Almost became a reason back, too, boy. <sighs> Woo pig suey. So, Studesville is interesting. I, I believe he called somebody earlier this week to kind of get some information about the commanders and, and and what you know what they're all about, what the staff looks like. Studesville's fifty five mm-hmm. and has never been in OC. Like I, I think that's a good opportunity for him, honestly. Um this is a guy with a, a long history as running backs coach. Um he did I think he got I think he was O C with the Broncos. Um and then he was co O C in Miami last year. So, like, he's had the chance. I don't know that he's ever been the top play caller. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got a Super Bowl ring from the Denver teams. Um, he's got a long, impressive resume. And, and I think that matters. Uh, I I think if if you're him getting the interview. So, who do we know so far? They've in, We know they've interviewed London, Zampezi, and Shermer. Yeah. And I don't know that there's a ton of excitement for any of those dudes. Well, it, you got Stoosville now. Is there more and excitement? I, I've been advocating for Brown. I'm not sure this is the right gig at the right time for a young guy, but it's a great opportunity, certainly. Especially if things can change up next year. A young guy might want to go and deal with something uh, that's more stable. Right. Like, if you're a young guy and say you come here and maybe they're going to rebuild this offensive line in a hurry, but there's a lot of work to be done. Uh, you're going to have a young quarterback. Like, the odds of 
The odds of having an established stud quarterback here next year are very, very slim. Yeah. So you might have a, a guy with 11 completions to his name. A little growing pain. Or you might, maybe they sign. But some, it can be a great paragraph to your resume if you come in and you make that young quarterback play well. Hell yeah. It's an opportunity, man. Yeah. And opportunities don't always present themselves exactly how you want them. Totally. Like, I, I, there's probably not a lot of people that get to roll in to who's got an explosive offense. The Chiefs. You know what I mean? Um, it is interesting because I've heard from more than one person that the B enemy thing, and I know that credit to Big Doug, um, he sent me a, a DM. Big Doug interviewed this dude, Benjamin Albright, from Denver, who said he's heard a rumor about Eric B enemy coming to Washington. I'm not entirely sure. I I've heard that I've heard similar things. The enemy's on a one year deal. I think with Matt Nagy back with the Chiefs, I think I think Andy wants to get him back installed as his OC. Um, and maybe the enemy just wants a breath of fresh air, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I need a short thing, and I'm going to get a breath of fresh air. If I'm going to leave there though. The le- the here's your, the leaving there part might be happening with or without a breath of fresh air. Mm-hmm. Like it's a, he signed a one year deal. Yeah. So I I don't know what's going to happen there, but he, like whenever they lose or hell after they win the Super Bowl, whatever happens with the Chiefs, the enemy will be a free agent coaching yeah. wise. Mm-hmm. Now could he just resign with Kansas City? Sure. I, yeah. I I would think there's ample oper- ample evidence that, that could happen. Um, but it, it seems like an interesting situation out there. That said, I don't think they need to react in a hurry here. Um, it's not this isn't college football where they got to start recruiting, but I'm excited that they are casting a, a fairly wide net. All right, we got our guy Jeff Walker. Guy on the boots on the ground. Boots on the ground. So right now, the Commanders have the what do we call this? The the grand opening, I suppose. Yeah. Of their Fanatics? sports book at Fanatics, and all the reporters are out there. They're taking pictures. They got the giant scissors. There is a ribbon cutting. Let me say this: that I have been proven absolutely correct. When people were talking about Dan Snyder getting a new stadium. And I said, who wants to stand at the ribbon cutting with Dan? Mm-hmm. You tell me the politician that wants to stand next to that dude and cut the ribbon. Mm-hmm. Guess who's cutting the ribbon at the Fanatic Sportsbook Ooh. Grand Opening? Jason Wright. No sign of the Snyder family. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at a picture right now from Nikki Javala, who's going to join us at noon. I see a whole bunch of people in this picture. I'll present the evidence to Brian Mitchell. B. Mitch. You see any evidence of the Snyder family at the Fanatic Sportsbook opening at FedEx Field? No. And I don't see evidence of a lot of fan fanfare. <laughs> Do you see evidence of giant scissors? Yeah. Do you see evidence of a giant ribbon? Oh, yeah. So this is a bona fide ribbon cutting. Yes. With no evidence of Dan Snyder. Get Jeff on the phone. Tell him to call in. We're going we're gonna to get boots on the ground. Because if not, we're not going to talk to him until probably 11. Or when, maybe we could do it when he gets back in here. 
How long do we think it's going to take Jeff boots on the ground from FedEx to get back here? It's going to take him about an hour and a half. He'll be here at 1245. (laughs) (laughs) What are the chances? And I'm trying to think because I've made this drive a bunch. You basically just go out Eastern Avenue or Central Avenue, whatever that is. You don't don't need to go that way. It's easy if you just jump right here on, uh, what is it, 295? Take it over to 50. Go up, boom, get right on. Are you and you could get right on Lando uh, off of 50. Yeah, you're yeah. right. I I go that way just because it's easy, and I always Is like driving by RFK. Yeah, Lando Road, right off of 50. Yeah, you're right. Um, I was going to say, what are the chances Jeff drives by a Popeyes and he could pick us up some ghost pepper wings? You can have those. I just want a bucket of spicy dark meat. Well, that's, that's just like ghost pepper. They're no, not, not. They're you, not. You they're, get what you no, want. No, listen, listen I'm not getting bullied into eating ghost pepper I, I, I'm wings. Not trying, I I'm want... not trying to bully you, but I'm telling you, they taste just like the spicy. Terrific. That's not what I want. <laughs> I want dark meat. Well, I want you buy a bucket of dark meat, and we're going to eat yours. That, I, I am happy to buy the food. I just want 48 to 48 pieces. That's a lot. We need 12 pieces each. How do I feel? I do not need 12 pieces. <laughs> I need like three. Oh, I forgot. Get 32 you get your three or four, then we get the rest. I think 32 for four <laughs> of us would be plenty. Um, I don't know about that. <laughs> I, you know, <laughs> I, I'm going to, Lanville, I'm going to drop you this clip from Big Doug. Um, see if you can play that when you get a minute. I, I, I think Jason Wright is going to speak to the media. Serious question here. Do we think Jeff will know to record that? Um. Yeah, I La- think so. Landfill, do you think our intrepid reporter, we got boots on the ground, Jeff Walker is at the Fanatics Sportsbook opening at FedEx Field. Do you think Jeff Walker will know to record when Jason Wright speaks? Landfill shaking his head. B. Mitch, this one is something. Do you? So we've seen... Like, in Ohio, the first legal bet was Pete Rose, right? Which is pretty funny. <laughs> That's funny as hell. And we've seen various celebrities put in the first bet at, at the openings of these sports books, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. At, get, let's find out who B's, who did it. At, you remember? Did you do it at MGM? No, I think, uh, what's going to put one in the first bet? Cakes did. Johnny Cakes Allville? Yeah. Okay, cool. You know who's doing it at the Fanatics Sportsbook Grand Opening who? at FedEx Field? You you don't know the answer to this. I don't know the answer. Landville, do you know the answer to this? Both of you put a guess in. Okay. Jim Palmer. No. Like the old Orioles pitcher? No. But reasonable, weird guess. And that would make more sense if it was MT Stadium or certainly Camden Yards, but I'm cool with the guess. Let's go with uh one of the Did they contact one you? Of the fans. You would be perfect for this. One of the fans. How do you know that? I'm just saying because they said that they would have some of their fan base. That's what you you said it the other day. There were going to be some of the like the ambassador type fan people. You nailed it. That's what they got doing. Chris Bryant, super. I mean, legit super fan. One of the hog farmers. He's all decked out in his wild gear, the overalls and the jersey and the helmet. Um, good for Chris, man. It's uh, he does a lot with his organization to try to raise money for for kids fighting cancer and works with the team on a ton of stuff. Let me be unequivocal. I hope to God they're giving this dude free tickets. 
the amount of stuff he does. <laughs> Yo, he drives a truck that is like a mobile advertisement for the team. <laughs> if anybody's listening, and I know you are, or you're probably not right now because you're at the Fanatic Sportsbook Grand Opening. Give that dude his tickets. Don't make him pay for his tickets. Mm-hmm. He, he, uh, give him something for showing up. Yeah, I hope he's at least getting a. What do you think they're giving him? Five hundred mm-hmm. bucks to the Fanatic Sportsbook beer and wine. Thousand dollar free bets. Yeah, there's no way it's alcohol included. But you know what I have since learned, by the way, which would have been useful information earlier in the week. So you know that we keep being like, "Yo, who's going to go to this thing?" Mm-hmm. Apparently, it's like a legit sports bar inside. So if you live in that area and you don't feel like driving, you know, the twenty minutes to National Harbor, and if I'm incorrect, somebody please correct me. But like the, I've been around FedEx Field. You got Jasper's over there. That's basically that's like over a, in the capital, like right? Where go straight up uh, where the Land arena used to be, right? There's like big development there. No, it's not over on that side. That's the other side. But you got Jasper's. You got a lot of other places over that way. I think. Listen, it's just that people going to the actual stadium and the, or is the entertainment going to be enough to draw people there? That's the question I'm asking. You know, I'm not saying I but, wouldn't. But I'm not I've saying I wouldn't is, go over there. It's an actual bar and restaurant. Like, I thought it was just betting kiosks. And yeah. I was like, nobody's going to go there. But you got but a bar think- and restaurant. But you got you got to realize, though, over the years, how many how many people do you think really are going to just frequent this place just knowing it's just a bar and a restaurant there? I think way more than I thought when it was just a kiosk because it's the only bar and restaurant over there where you can make bets. So at least you can make bets. Yeah. Like, they've got something. You got to be able to make bets. And, dude, the parking is easy on non-game days. They got a lot of parking lots. The parking, you just drive up. And, you've been over there on yeah. non-game yeah. days. That's easy. Um, if you live over there, I think it makes sense. And I just looked this up. The best restaurants near FedEx Field. So Jasper's, like you mentioned, apparently there's a spot called Carolina Kitchen. Which is uh, in Upper Marlboro. It says it's one mile from FedEx Field. But that, uh, that's right there where you're talking about, where LaVar area, uh, LaVar's area okay. used to be in that same area. Has two reviews. <laughs> I don't want to bash people. I'm not going to read these reviews. Um, the Copper Canyon Grill yep. is in Glen Arden. That looks, I mean, the pictures of the food all look Copper good. Canyon is good. Uh, there's a Chick fil A, which you can't bet at, mm-hmm. or, or get alcohol. There's a Chuck E. Cheese, which you can't bet at. But do you have an app? That's the thing. There's apps at all these other places. That's what I say, but you're like, that's why. This is what I'm saying. The, the yeah, the, that, that's a great point. See, the difference is you have apps, and the other places have apps, but the other places are a destination place. Okay, I don't. I it, it could happen, but my question is, if someone say, "Hey, let's meet at FedEx Field or let's meet at MGM," which one you doing? Right. Well, here's here's another question. Jeff needs to find this out. Or if they're charging for parking? No. Like if they're charging FedEx beer prices, if it's fifteen bucks for a you know, a beer, that's gonna impact going over there. Right, it definitely impact. There's a TGI Friday. Tell Jeff in go Largo. buy him a beer and I'll I'll, I'll give him his money back. We'll reimburse you, Jeff. Yeah. Um there's a TGI Fridays 
There's a place called Dat Jerk, which I it's, I, it's a lot I can of, see you like it's a lot of little chicken. it's a lot of little restaurants around there on the other side of the Beltway. But I'm just the thing I'm asking is when you there when there's not a game at FedEx Field, how much traffic do you? Well, the, the, it's a regular thoroughfare. People go through there all the time. But how many people are the really going to be saying, steakhouse. "Let's go there"? Because I think now when you have different concerts and and, and, and events over there. People are going to stop in, but will it draw people to drive there? Is the question I'm asking. Don't know. <laughs> we'll find out. You know, the, 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 the entertainment and hospitality industry is is is, is competitive. You gotta you gotta be quite hospitable. And the food better be good. And the drinks got to be something that will make me come. Because I'm going. I'm stopping by. Let's go. Yeah, I'll I'm go out by. there. Definitely. I mean, I'll be over that way this like, weekend riding. So like, I'm, I'm going to go to over-under again Saturday night to watch the game, right? Because I had a blast the first time I went. Yeah. And it's a dope spot. Yeah. Like, people will come once, but you got to we'll, make them we'll want to come again. Back. There you go. Right. All yeah. right. You know a place that I go back to over and over and over? Yep. Oarsman Automotive of Same Virginia. Same place I like to go to. Dude, because they take care of you. Yep. They treat you like you're very special. Let's be real. Sometimes the car buying process kind of sucks. It does. It's great with them. You never feel like you're getting nickel and dimed. You never feel like you're haggling. It's smooth, man. There's a reason. Oarsman Automotive of Virginia has been doing this for over 100 years. They know what they're doing. Locations all over Northern Virginia from Alexandria to Chantilly. They got everything for sale. Toyotas, Kias, Fords, Lincolns, all of it, man. Chevys, Buicks, all of it. And they've got great deals, great selection. Right now, more important than ever, fantastic financing and exceptional service, all backed up by their exclusive Oarsman Lifetime Edge. Yep, and Oarsman Lifetime Edge comes with $1,500 in bonus extras, including complimentary car washes with every scheduled maintenance, loaner cars with every major maintenance, and the Oarsman Lifetime Engine Guarantee. And like I said, Jimmy was just saying, like when you get a great um, – First impression, you will definitely go back places. That's why I've, I constantly gone back to Orsman Chantilly over there and talk to Billy. And every time someone asks me about a car, I mention Billy. This is a text I received. Appreciate you getting me in touch with Billy, man. He took care of my folks real, real nice today. That's somebody that sent me to sent me a message after they stopped by Billy. And I called Billy and I told him, he said, man, I appreciate you telling people about me. I said, well, I know you're the guy to reach out to. The guy that's going to take care of him. And they go over and he treats everybody fair. Treats everybody just like he's going with me or dealing dealing with uh, JP directly. Oldsman also pay you up to 125% for the, or the Kelly Blue Book value for your pre-owned vehicle. And it doesn't make a difference what type of make, model, or year it is. As they like to say at Oldsman Virginia stores, let's... T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. 
Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Let's ride together. Dude, B-Mitch, get your headphones on. I think Landfill, Landfill, is this a new Scotty's Vodka Red Bull Friday song? Not really, but I guess it could be. I feel like I never heard it. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. It is Scotty's Vodka Red Bull Friday. Let me get this off here. <laughs> Powered by Scotty's handcrafted vodka. Scotty's vodka is Maryland made, amazingly smooth, and loved throughout the DMV. Like right I now, am. Yeah, just like B. Right now, it's time to go to the BetQL guest line. Talk to our friend Hayes Carline. Covers the Jaguars, and they got a big game tomorrow. Hayes, what's up, man? Thanks for making some time with us. Sure thing, gentlemen. Great to be with you. Oh, thank you. Um, so, you had a tweet last week, I believe, that kind of, I don't know if it went viral, but uh, it a lot of people were very excited. At the end of the Jaguars' comeback, I believe you tweeted out, there will be a lot of babies conceived in Jacksonville tonight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I, and, I, and I stand by that prediction. Um, and, uh, it was some, you know, we'll, oh, yeah. We'll have to, we'll have to see what, uh, what awaits us in September. <laughs> hey, the guys that were betting on Jacksonville go home with some money, boy, yep. You, 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 I, I can see it happening. I can see it happening. So before we get to previewing the Chiefs, I just, what was it like being there last weekend for that comeback? It was it was stunning. Uh, obviously, we haven't. Uh, I've been covering the Jaguars since 2013, and and there haven't been a lot of electric moments, but that was certainly one of them. And you know, it's the kind of game that you wonder. Uh, I'm 46. You know, I'd like to think I'll do this another 25 years. I uh, I don't know that I'll ever see a game like that for them to rally from 27 down uh, with such a young team, first year head coach, uh, second year quarterback who's just 23. Uh, for them to to pull it off, it, I I was stunned. I thought the game was over, uh, and uh, they proved me wrong. So uh, I learned my lesson. I'll certainly never doubt Trevor Lawrence uh, <laughs> in the first half of any game, uh, no matter what the deficit, because he was pretty brilliant. Uh, opened the game throwing obviously the four interceptions, and then was really just unbelievable after that. And uh, to do that in his playoff debut, yeah, it was pretty remarkable. Do you think? They have enough left because, you know, sometimes when you have those great games, you can keep it. People always wonder if it's going to carry over or did you exhaust everything you had? Yeah, it's a great question. And, and I do think it's, it's one that, that they're going to have to answer. And, you know, I think it's really hard to predict. They, it's not the first time they've had a stunning comeback this year. I mean, not, they haven't had one to that level. And in that moment, but they were down nine to Baltimore very late, won that game. They were down 17 to Dallas, uh, came back, won that game. So it's sort of been in their DNA this year uh, to come from behind. They've, they've, uh, they've trailed by uh, at least nine points in, in five of their wins. Wow. So they're used to it, but this was such a uh, magnified experience. I, I do think it's going to be interesting to see you know, what they have left simply because, you know, it is, it's a, it's a young team and, you know, it's, it's the 19th game of the year. So I, I think it's, it's fair to ask how much gas is still left in the tank and, and we'll see what they have in, in Arrowhead tomorrow. Talking to Hayes Carlion here. He's the Jaguars reporter for 1010 XL and 92.5 FM down in Jacksonville hosts the Frangie show in the afternoons. Dude. So let's talk about, how listen, it's a nine is an eight and a half, nine point spread. The whole world thinks Kansas City's gonna roll here. How does Jacksonville pull off what would be a true like upset for the ages? 
Yeah, it's, I, it starts with offensively. They're not going to slow down Mahomes. You know, I think it's a game where you're going to have to score in the in the mid to high <laughs> 30s or more to have a chance. So how do you do that? And if you're the Jaguars, I think you have to take the formula of the three teams that, that beat the Chiefs this year, Cincinnati, Buffalo, and Indianapolis. And in all three of those games, uh, those teams stuck with the run. Uh, Cincinnati ran it 34 times. Buffalo ran it 31. The Colts ran it 27 uh, so you have to stick with the run, Travis Etienne. You have to keep feeding him the ball no matter what because you've got to try and shorten the game. And uh, and then Trevor Lawrence is going to have to play incredible football. Uh, Joe Burrow had a passer rating of 126.6 in the win over the Chiefs. He also added 46 yards rushing with a touchdown. Josh Allen was passer rating of 117.6. Uh, and even Matt Ryan was 105.9 passer rating in the victory over the Chiefs back in week three. So, uh, so the formula is your starting quarterback has to play really high-level football, and you've got to establish the run and stick with the run. And uh, it, the Jaguars are, are built to do that. ETN is having a, a great season. He's over 1,400 yards of offense in the regular season, and Trevor Lawrence has really played fantastic over the last two months after a, a shaky beginning. So they have that component to do that but you know will they be able to execute it to the level you're going to have to execute it uh to to go in there and and put up 35 or more that's going to be the question because i I just don't see the jaguar defense has played better of late but it's it's been against other than the chargers game uh a week ago it was against quarterbacks that just simply aren't very good zach wilson davis mills joshua dobbs so it's still hard to believe that the Jaguar defense is going to be able to put up much resistance to Mahomes and Kelsey and all the weapons the Chiefs have in Arrowhead. Well, Hayes, uh, when I play football, like you look at the temperature, uh, I don't think the temperature makes much difference once you start playing. But if it was some bad much weather, snow, right? bad weather to make a difference. It's supposed to be 36 degrees, 29 is the low that day. I don't see – I've been looking at the app all day to try to find out if there's going to be any precipitation meaning snow, I don't see that. You don't think they'll be a phase by this just because it's 36 degrees, right? I wouldn't think so. They've, yeah. they've had some experience recently. They played the Jets up there uh, right around Christmas time, and, uh, and that was rainy and cold, and, uh, and, and they won the game fairly convincingly. Now, obviously, the, the Chiefs are, are a different, different team than, than the Jets, but I, I think the weather, um, I don't think, is, is as concerning um, because, again, the Jaguars do have some balance offensively. So if it was a, a game in which you wanted to lean on the run more, they're equipped to do that with ETN. So I, I don't think the, the weather will be uh, a reason why they don't perform well. I think it's, it's all about you know, how they match up with, I think, a superior team in Kansas City. Yeah, I mean – Kansas City's won a Super Bowl, you know, been to one. They play at an extremely high level. Um, kind of big picture, though, for the Jags before we let you run. How bright is the future down there? I mean, man, going from Urban Meyer to Doug Peterson, what a change that was. Like hey, Trevor Lawrence looks like, you know, he sprays it a little, but he looks like the real deal to me. Yeah, absolutely. I think they're they're ahead of schedule, you know, making this run, and uh, they're going to add Calvin Ridley next year. Uh, so that'll certainly give them another uh, weapon for Trevor. And and you know they're they're in pretty good shape. And from a, a cap standpoint, they're not going to be able to go crazy in free agency. 
but they would be able to add a couple of things and and they've got a nice nucleus now so yeah and you know the really the other major component to this is they play in a division that kind of looks like it's falling apart around them i mean houston is in a rebuild we'll see what happens there the colts are absolutely entering a rebuild they're just sort of realizing that so what will indianapolis be over the next couple of years they've been a contending team and you know the titans are a team that we're going to have to see what happens they were really beat up this year uh for the last couple of years so we'll see if if they can get healthy but what are they going to do at quarterback and uh you know what are they going to do to improve the the weapons uh that they have offensively derrick henry's getting older uh, so I think you look around at the AFC South and you've got the Jaguars with an established quarterback that's just 23 years old that I think in his second year with Doug Peterson, they're going to be able to reach some nuances of the offense that they weren't able to in year one. So, yeah, the Jaguar fans have, have waited a long time for this, and now it looks like you know they should be a team that uh, you know should be the strongest team in this division now for the next you know three or four years, maybe longer if the teams around them can't figure it out at quarterback. Um, Hayes, it sounds like you would lay the points with the chiefs this weekend. Do you have a prediction? What do you think? How do you think it lays finishes? Yeah, I think if, I think I would take the points. I I don't think it'll be a route. I I do think the chiefs will win the game, but uh, if the spread is eight and a half to nine, you know, I I I think think it'll come nine. I, I think it'll be some somewhere along the lines of, 38-34. I mean, I, I think it'll be so a good game. Over. Yeah, I, I definitely would take the over. And uh, I, I would feel more comfortable about the over than the, than the spread. But I, I think the Jaguars will, will probably cover the spread, but I don't think that they'll win the game. Hayes, I uh, really enjoyed it, man. Appreciate thank you, you, thank you very much for making some time for us this morning. Are you heading out to KC, or do you have to anchor stuff back in Jacksonville? No, I'm I'm heading out. My I've got the show today, and then my flight's at seven thirty tonight. So I uh, can't wait to uh, to be there and and enjoy it and and see what happens. But thank out. you guys so much for having me. I really appreciate we it. We come down to Jacksonville. We're gonna reach out yeah. for you to go to Sawgrass. Okay, <laughs> check <laughs> out. Uh, Absolutely, let's do it. So B played for Andy Reid, and when I went out to Kansas City earlier, I guess last season or whenever the hell it was, um, Andy told me to go to this place Q thirty nine. It's I, I think you can make a real argument. It's the best ribs in the world. Andy is never wrong on food. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Q39. Q39. Yeah. Yes, sir. I will definitely check it out. I appreciate the recommendation. All right. All right thanks man. a lot. Thank you, I appreciate your I'm rooting for the Jags this weekend. It's a great story. Thanks, dude. All right. Take care. Bye. Brian, I didn't want to say that I'm rooting for them to cover this weekend. That's what I'm rooting for. I want. When when we get off of there, I'm going to tap make you tap out. I. I'm listen. You, you already know, put I'm, your bet I'm in. Andy Reid, dude, man. I'm rooting for them to. They're gonna win. I just want the Jags to cover. So I'm gonna put money on it. All right. Don't go anywhere. We're gonna make our own picks when we come back. Trying to mess up our thing, man. Scotty's Vodka Red Bull Friday right here. Got my shoulders moving, B. B. Mitch and Finley, 106.7 The Fan. Shout out to my man, Big Doug. Uh, Doug McRae runs a podcast. Sent sent the station a bunch of hats. We had an extra one. I gave it to Sam Fortier. He was very honored. Um, I've gone on Doug's podcast. Are you going on there, B? Not yet. Um, he's a good dude. He asks in- incredibly direct questions. Not a lot of nuance when you go on the Big Doug show. That's the type of shows I like going <laughs> on. I don't like the BS shows. Um, hell with them. And so he got this dude, Benjamin Albright. And I don't know if our audience is familiar with Ben. Um, 
but he is, he covers the Broncos, and he covers the Broncos at a really high level, and he's pretty wired in around the league. Um, you can follow him at Albright NFL. Um, and he, on Big Doug's podcast, suggested the following for the commander's offensive coordinator situation. A lame duck year for the commanders, basically. What, what do you have any idea what kind of offensive coordinator they'll be looking to bring in? Uh, I, I know they're interviewing Pat Shermer, but I don't think that's a serious candidate. Um, I had heard a rumor about Eric Bieniemy, so I think that's the direction they're going to go. I think Eric Bieniemy is going to wind up being the guy, but we'll see. Um, it really is up to kind of Bieniemy at this point because he's not going to get a head coaching job this cycle. Uh, and I don't, I think he got one interview. And um, so I, I, you know, it's going to be up to the enemy to see what he wants to do because his contract with Kansas city, like I said, was only a one-year deal. They're trying to push him out the door. So I, I, I think that's probably going to be his best, best fit. What do you think of that? B? I just, I, I don't know. What do you think of the phrase? They're kind of trying to push him out. Yeah, the door? I, that's what I don't understand. You've had a lot of success with them. And I've, while heard, it, that, I've heard that though. So what, why are you trying to push him out the door? That's the question I would want to know. I I don't know. Maybe it's a Matt Nagy's back kind of thing. Um, he's been with the Chiefs since 2013. Yeah. When did Andy take over there? 2013? Around that time. 20, right at, after 2012, wasn't it? I, I, I don't know. I'm asking. I don't think Andy even missed a year. I think he went from Philly to KC. I don't he think left he... Philly. Twenty twelve was his last season in Philly, right? Yeah. So he started in twenty thirteen in KC. So Bienemy's with them the whole time. I, mean, I did see somewhere where Andy was about that comment right there. Was like, we love him here. So I don't. He know. has always said that. Andy yeah. has always said that. And and I would ask. And he's you always this... brought him back. <laughs> well, I would ask you this too. I mean, you played for him. You know the guy. He strikes me with his coaching staff. If you look at his staffs, he's a loyal dude. He keeps it. He's loyal to his staff and his players. That's why, you know, I, I don't know. And I mean, I, I hear a lot of different things about Eric, but uh, Eric has done nothing that nobody else has been accused of. And he got a lot of coaches uh, in the league that have some some have a lot more skeletons in their closets. You know what I mean? So eventually, it could be. Whatever they said happened in college, and I think that's the one thing that might hinder him. Uh, people say he doesn't interview well, but there are some head coaches I know that don't interview. That, that people say they didn't interview well, but you know what? They got the job. You know, but ultimately, you have the level of success, and you do it for an extended period of time. That should outweigh whether or not you answer a question the way somebody wants you to answer it. Yeah, I, I mean, you know. Then it goes from him not getting the head coaching job to now the rumors are, oh, they're trying to push him out of Kansas City. You know, it, it seems rather weird to me. Do you think there's a path for him landing here? Possibly. I mean, but he better get ready for a different world because what he's been with, this is not what he got here. He got some athletes, I mean, he got some athletes on his team, but Leaving Patrick Mahomes going to any quarterback is going to be a drop-off. So, but if you come here and you make this this team play better, then maybe, just maybe, people got get out of the BS and stop the excuses and hire the man for a head coaching job. 
Yeah, it, it's a bizarre one. Like at, at this point, being attached to that offense this long, mm-hmm. he's been the offense coordinator in Kansas City since 2018. In the in that time frame, they've been to two Super Bowls, one one, and I believe since they went to Mahomes, they've been in the AFC Championship every year. Yeah. Maybe not Mahomes' first year as a starter in 19, but every year since then. Like, if if you just erased the team names and the players and all of it, like, you're like, hey, you want to interview the OC of the team that's been to two Super Bowls and won one in the last four years? Yeah. Yes. Of course. <laughs> so something is weird there. Yeah. And, and, and I get that there is... I mean, there's like an actual institutional problem with the NFL hiring black dudes as head coaches. Yeah, like just look. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Just look at the numbers. The numbers tell you. Stop giving me all these excuses and just say what the truth is. And I'm with you there, but then like, how did Lovey Smith get another job and not be enemy? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but Lovey got another job and was fired one year after they fired the other black dude, which is its own problem. (laughs) But like. how does Biennemi not get a job when they're like, even if it's the numbers aren't enough, like black people are getting hired. Like what is going on here? This just doesn't make sense. Yeah. Well, I don't get it. I need them to, uh, they should just come out and say whatever they got to say instead of giving us all these bogus excuses. The don't interview. Well, is straight BS in my book. At, at some point, the results should, Oh, overtake the interviews. Mm-hmm. Like, do you care about the interviews? I If you had a coach that could go 11-6 and six every year and was terrible with the media, would you care at Let, all? Let's be real. We've watched coaches go into interviews, and whatever they said to get the hire, they can interview well, but they haven't coached well right in this town. We watch many coaches get jobs, and then once they get the job, you wonder what the hell did they really say to the owners to get the job? But then when they get the job, they can't produce and do the job that they were hired to do. So the interview well thing has it's been that that little excuse that's been put in place to hold certain people back. Because I've seen a lot of guys that interview well, they damn sure can't coach. Dude, when and when we talk about doesn't interview well, that's gotta mean with ownership. Yeah, I know Not what you're saying. Media stuff. No, no, no. I I'm I'm talking about ownership. Yeah. But I've seen a lot of guys who know how to walk into the owner's office and tell him what he wants to hear, get the job, and then they can't produce what the hell they said they were going to do. Arguably the most impressive press conference I've ever seen Mm -hmm. was Mark Sanchez when he signed with the Redskins to be the third-string quarterback after Alex Smith and Colt McCoy got it. Yeah. The interview doesn't matter. Sirianni sounded like an idiot, didn't he? Yeah. they're in the number one C, right? Yeah. Okay. You look at Dayball, he doesn't look like he's supposed to be a head coach. If you're looking at the, they say they normally want to have a guy that present a certain persona. What are they doing? They're playing in the division around right now, right? But we have a guys, we have a guy here where we say, great guy. All right. Everybody loves him. Great. Don't seem like he's doing his job right, though. It was a guy before him didn't get his done right. How the hell did Jim Zorn interview? He walked in to be a coordinator, left as the head coach, and then he went out there and just fell down on his face like we thought he would. But he got a job. 
So, <laughs> you know, it, let, let's yep. be real. And, and let's be some of the owners, can they are they really good at interviewing? No. I mean, so, there are clearly institutional problems with some of these oh, organizations. Yeah. We got a break. We're going to make some football picks when we return. It's Beamish Finland. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 